ready. This is gonna be our 10 minute video. I can feel it, I can sense it. And I'm flying low. I'm flying low. Okay, so August. Update. The monthly market update is back. Is your real name Albert? No. No, it's just no. AL. Well, I haven't seen your license. Al Andre. Yeah, but it's like a little stage name. Bullshit. Everyone's got a goddamn stage name these days. Okay, um, the market update. I'm gonna send you some charts, Al. Listings and sales. I swore I'd never do another one of these, but due to a bold number of requests, the request of one, we're gonna do another one. So the market is interesting. Um, if you're a buyer, it's still a pain in the ass. And if you're a seller, you still have the leverage. So when we look at these numbers here, uh, charts are gonna go up. Um, we're gonna start with listings chart. And as you can see here, We've got, again, we obviously bottomed in December, which you will mutually see on the sales chart. Uh, but the listings chart, we pop up activity-wise, um, we've got a peak in May, and then we're dropping. So that's peak in condos, peak in detached housing, and townhouses, which no one seems to care at all about anymore, uh, is a very minimal incline to a flat in this last month. So since, May, we've been going down, uh, listings-wise. So again, the whole story, the whole narrative we've all seen is not that rates are through the roof and no one's doing anything because of that, which we all thought would be the case. People are still taking the money, they're just locking in for shorter terms, as we've discussed, and the lack of inventory, specific caveat to the lack of quality inventory is turning into, has turned into the issue. So peak inventory so far um, has been May. We'll see what happens. As we all know, what's going on with the rates, September uh, next month, I think the end of next month is the next uh, BOC uh, meeting. Who thinks they're gonna raise? Who thinks they're gonna hold? You shouldn't think they're gonna drop because you've got at least a year uh, from any last raise, I believe, until they even start to mention that, but we'll see. So what happens next month? I don't know. I don't think it matters anymore. Rates are just high. People are now comfortable locking into shorter terms because of the rates. And then when they get to the market, after they've decided, yes, we're still gonna go ahead, they're faced with the real problem, which is there's a whole bunch of crap out there not even that much crap. And then the good stuff is the thin layer on top, which is heavily attacked, generating multiple offers, as we've seen, been seeing. So that's the listing side. The sales chart, right here, Al. Uh, you can see another, another spike, obviously the most emphasized in the condos, uh, which is the red. Oh, the sales chart doesn't have the names. That's convenient. Blue is housing, detached. Red line is condos, and the gray line slumping along, slugging along at the bottom there is townhomes. So the most emphasis you can see here, obviously, and the other trend lines follows is the red line, which is condos, um, and inventory has been coming down in all regards. 
uh, sales-wise, sorry, not inventory, sales-wise has been coming down. So again, as the inventory drops and that thin layer of quality inventory diminishes, as do the actual transactions. I haven't felt this is a market yet, at least anyone that I've dealt with, that people are just, it's crazy, 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 and they're buying garbage real estate just to get in, which you see in the more uh, well-rounded markets of the past when money was still cheap and there was that frustration of, oh my God, fear of missing out. No mo, FOMO, dog. No mo, FOMO. Oh my God, everything's going multiples. Let's just get in. Those markets, we saw a lot of people buying garbage. Um, this market, not so much. There's a lot of patience on the buying side to what comes out. Or maybe that's just my smart buyers in the market. Oh, you never know. I mean, we attract who we attract. But um, there's not a lot of uh, consideration towards, eh, this is kind of a, a, a a C or D grade building, but I should get in. I'm not seeing any of that. Um, so that's a good thing. That should be like that at, at all times. But what this market has done is, is really kind of narrowed. The people that are out buying right now really want to buy and get in. They're tightening down their, uh, their uh, amortizations, or sorry, their terms for their mortgages, and they're getting in and they're fighting for the good stuff at the top of the pile, which they're getting, having to pay I don't want to say top dollar, but full dollar for. So a lot of the stuff we've either gone into multiples as of late, or we've offered under not being in multiples, and the sellers just said, no, we want our number, or we're happy to, uh, to walk, we're not countering. So do we call that seller's arrogance? Is it arrogant if they can get it? Who knows, who cares? But that's the climate of the market now. Those are the charts. So where does it go from here? I think we've talked about in the past as well, a lot of people are locked into their homes in the sense of if they wanna get out and borrow new money to buy up, which is the main driver of moving most times out of 10, uh, that new money is very expensive. You're stress testing it at eight or close to, uh, and unless you have to do something, why would you do that? If you think, again, we're gonna start seeing softening in the rates in the next 12 to 24 months, let's just hang on tell the kids to be quiet and stay in their little corners, buy less toys and just deal with what we've got. So yeah, that's kind of the climate of the market. So I think we're gonna see um, this continue for the prolonged period of at least the rest of this year. Um, I don't think we're gonna get a huge influx of listings because I think that's really tied to the rates and people don't wanna buy that new money at these absorbent costs. So they're waiting because they can, they're still in, they're still paying down their debt, um, they're still building equity, that's a good thing. So they're, they're quaint where they are for the most part and I think that's the bulk of the market and then the ones that wanna move on for whatever reasons, people are snatching off the top. So if you've got good inventory, good product I should say right now, it makes sense to sell because the market is out there and they're willing to pay and they understand uh, the environment quite well. And it doesn't seem to be a lot of stupid decisions going on uh, in the market. And again, by stupid decisions, I mean people buying things that they really shouldn't buy because it's bad real estate. There's of course good and bad properties out there uh, as we've discussed many times. So if you're a seller, good to go. If you're a buyer, shorten those terms. If you wanna get in and start building that equity, um, it will be a bit tougher than normal to get in at the moment. From both sides, sellers are strict, money is expensive, but if you can lock in, you can just get the ball rolling and start. Um, it's always risky to wait for the next market. We're gonna wait till prices drop. We're gonna wait till money drops. Well, when you do that, so do tens of thousands of other people and that hasn't really worked out for the best. 
I don't have a crystal ball, but the last 20 years that has only very, very few times possibly worked out for you. So time in the market, not timing the market as usual. Oh, I've got some other details here. I guess I should go through when we're doing this. The sales to active listing ratio. Now, Al, zero to 12. What does that, what does that mean? Zero to 12. What kind of market is that? Look at you, 12 to 20. And above 20. I said this before, we just gotta mic you up. So detached market is at 16.5, so that's a healthy sellers, sorry, a healthy balanced market. Townhouses, those sludging along, are still at 32%, a very strong seller's market. And apartments at 30.6, again, a very strong seller's market. So the market is in the hands of the sellers yet again. Uh, so you're fighting that and you're fighting the rates. I know buyers, it uh, has been easier in the past, but you gotta do what you gotta do, get a good realtor and call me and we'll get through it. Okay, that's that. Now, I also wanted to touch base again. I got a bit more info on the uh, Jericho Lands project. We've talked about this before. This was last updated the mid-June, but I don't think I had all of the exact details then. So just some contrasting details on this project that I heavily disagree with. So originally this whole plot of land, if we all know it's the Jericho lands, which is over behind Queen Mary School, Trimble Hill, the old army base um, that runs along uh, West 8th Avenue in deep, perfect West Point Gray. Um, they, uh, they were originally gonna do nine home, 9,000 homes. They've upped it to 13,000 homes from nine. So we've got a, a potential density of 24,000 new people joining the, the uh, very once exclusive, once this passes, not so exclusive anymore. Point Grey neighborhood, which is very sad to see. More than 50% of this project is gonna be geared towards incomes, which I also thoroughly disagree with, but it is what it is. I'm not the guy at the top making the decisions as we all know. So 30% of the project of these 13,000 homes will be affordable housing, 20% will be social housing, and 10% will be immediate, moderate income rentals. So all manipulated costs pulling away from that once beloved free market that we kind of had. Uh, yet again, socializing housing uh, in this beautiful neck of the woods, which is gonna be ruined in my opinion. But anyway, um, so more than 20 buildings will be exceeding 20 stories and three towers will be up to 49 stories, which is ridiculous. But anyway, there's a Jericho coalition, don't hold your breath for too long, that are fighting this tooth and neck. Tooth and neck, is that the saying? <laughs> tooth and nail, tooth and neck, I don't know. They're fighting it and they're putting a new proposition forward, nothing over four stories, which is obviously not gonna get passed, but they're fighting, so they're fighting that good fight. Um, and yeah. So that's what the density is gonna look like, a bit crazy. Some other aspects of the space, cultural spaces and facilities will be there. 360 daycare spaces, which obviously we know is needed, uh, generally speaking in the city, uh, are proposed community center, public elementary school, 
Um, future SkyTrain station is proposed, uh, 13 kilometers of foot and bike path. Uh, we've got 20 acres of park space and 10 acres of open space. I don't really know what that means, if that's green or concrete open. And there's currently four acres of forest there, 75% of which will be retained. That is what we're at right now with the Jericho Lands proposal. It's still getting pushed forward. I, of course, believe uh, that the neighbors of said lands, the community at large that is within the geographical realm of Point Grey, uh, should be the ones consulted and should be the 75% voting body to make these decisions because they're the ones with their dollars that has created this uh, amazing neighborhood. But that's not how it works either. But if I was in charge, that's how it would work. Talk to and consult with your neighbors and if they don't like it, it's scrapped. NIMBYs, they call them out. Not in my backyard. You gotta love them. They're fighting that good fight. So I'm with them, not with the density this time. And that's it. We're gonna end on a high note of reality. It's not deserved. It's not welcome there. Put it in away from there. That's it. How long? 40% over. Yeah. Okay, we're getting there. Good, good.